Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. In our direction, that's all I'm saying. We're tiny, but mighty. We're number one. We're the real hot dogs. Yo, hold the bun. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I'll never forgive you for this. I will never. Out of all the things I've done in the last ever. 13 years we've been together, this is this the worst, is, this is the most this? heinous, repugnant shit you've ever done. This was heartless. Fucking. I, that's what I think about that. If you wanted to get into like some S&M type shit, like all you had to do was say so. I'm game if you're game. Well, no, this not after now. This was the precursor. This was the precursor. So you can handle torture. Torture, motherfucker. Some method man up in this shit. It's August 20th, 2019. You hesitated there for a second. I'm here. I'm alive. Barely. It's barely. If you're new here... Every single week, we watch a random movie, normally from our movie collection. Sometimes, somebody makes one wrong decision towards a year-long bet that they have, uh-huh. and decides somebody, to be honest about it, uh-huh. and gets punished yeah, because be- of it. Because because they're just racked with guilt. And when that happens, we have to go buy three of the worst fucking movies that have ever been made, and then we watch them, and then you, the, the listening audience at home, gets to enjoy our thoughts about them. Pretty much sums it up. Cool, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Married to Movies. <laughs> Look, w- we did the time. We're gonna talk about it. So, to recap the past week of my life, uh, it's been abysmal, to say the least. Um, last week when we recorded, I, I was talking about how much pain I was in. Did we talk about how many pills I've been taking? I think we talked okay. about it. Okay, pills. I, we, we tell everybody that we speak pills to, so I don't remember if we've recorded Pills and back pain and walking pneumonia and... God, what do I not have at this point? I don't know. I actually feel okay right now. God damn it, why'd you have to say that? Why'd you have to say that? I'm going to stand up and I'm literally just going to be split in two somehow. Um... Because I think because the ibuprofen I took earlier, along with the steroids, is already in my system. <laughs> if I die, my toxicology report's gonna make me look like Robert Downey Jr. in nineteen ninety eight. Um, please tell my mother I was not abusing pills. Um, she doesn't care. Uh, so yeah, she's not gonna believe it anyway. Exactly. So that's what's been going on. Not much of anything. The only thing we did do is um, it's not a movie that we per se watched but because the blank slate's kind of on hiatus at the moment haven't had the opportunity to talk about it with anybody um on a recorded medium here on the arcade network we not didn't binge but we got through in about 
less than one week's time. The se- this third season of Glow. Pretty good for us, given how sick you were. Mm-hmm. And then we have a baby, who I think is actually awake as we're, as we're speaking. Probably. She and, wants uh, to share her thoughts as well. Yeah, that's going to make me um, upset. Our child watched the first of the, our three movies we're talking about today and just refused to watch the other two. That goes to show you how these movies are going to be. Um, so yes, we watched the third season of Glow. Mm-hmm. Um, I had watched the first season on my own way back when, and you didn't really have a... That was one you were like, no, go ahead. You and then really... I picked up a couple. I watched a couple. Well, no, I, I was watching the second season uh, last year, and I think I was like two or three episodes away from like being done, and you just got like roped Super in on the last few episodes. So then you actually went back independently and watched season one and the rest of season two that you missed. I actually joined you on some of that. So we were excited and ready for season three to, to jump off. Um, we finished it. Um, it was good. And I liked it more than you. You did, yes. I was not... I think season three is definitively my least favorite season of the three. Uh, looking online, it seems to be a pretty mixed bag. It's either people's favorite or least favorite. What I've kind of figured out, I think, is... That the what's the best way to say this? The wrestling fans didn't like the third season as much because I think, admittedly, this season had a lot less of like that dynamic. It was more character development, and I love how layered these characters are. But I think that a lot of the storylines they did in season three just kind of happened and then disappeared. And they were just done for, like, short little arcs or for, like, whatever that episode needed. So it didn't really add a lot of layers to it. Then everything kind of kind of felt rushed or didn't really conclude. And a lot of what made the first two seasons a lot of fun. Like, it really wasn't a laugh-out-loud funny season either. A lot of that humor came from, you know, developing their characters, the hijinks they get into in the ring. Last season, like, all the different, like, you got to see a whole full-blown, like, glow episode, which is maybe my favorite episode of the whole series. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff. The two best episodes in this in this season, to me, were the Freaky Friday episode and the, and the final episode, the Christmas episode. Yeah, like, I, those were two really Those were a lot of fun, and you got to see, like, different, like, I was really excited about Vegas. It was just a bit of a letdown. I think it was still good. It's a tremendously acted. Oh, um, my God, amazing. But, ultimately, for me, it was a letdown, whereas I think you still really, really liked it. Yeah, because I'm not a real wrestling fan. I don't think that's exactly what my point is, but having read a couple different subreddits and other reviews on it, that's kind of like what I kind of find the consensus or like the common thread of each of them being. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's all we really have outside. Anything else you wanted to discuss before we get into these three shit shows of fucking movies? I have a question. Okay. Given that we watch Glow on Netflix, because mm-hmm. Netflix, right? Um, Netflix doesn't typically release their movies on Blu-ray and DVD, right? Correct. So, that was an interesting question to me about this podcast mm-hmm. and how we handle Netflix movies. Are we just never going to do Netflix movies? Or is there a fair caveat point. that we want to introduce? I mean, what are your thoughts? What are your point. thoughts as the audience? Um, I think by opening it up... How should we handle up, this? So, we very much pigeonhole ourselves into our collection because we have such a big collection. Yeah, yeah. We don't, like I, mean, I know we don't need to add any more right. on our plate, but I there are some things that I've been dying to watch on Netflix. But Give me a couple examples, so I'm curious. Like the Ted Bundy, uh, mm-hmm. the Zac Efron Ted Bundy mm-hmm. Bundy At this point, I want to see Bird Box just to see what the shit show I that it is. I want to see Bird Box. But then I want us to talk about 
about it. So, but sure. We, but we have so much on our plate with what we have to do for the show mm-hmm. that it's hard for us mm-hmm. to watch movies other than that. Other than that, yeah. So, so, so that, I had just been staring on that for a few days because hmm. uh, I, I like updated that. my list a little bit, uh, my, my watchness on, yeah. on Netflix. Oh, gotcha. And um, I was just curious maybe how something to, to handle that. Maybe something to look at on the Patreon side. Maybe something okay. to do every... Maybe every, like, 10, 10 or 15 episodes. Yeah. Not, well, our, our, 50, our 50 should still go through because... Um, our 50 should still go through because if it comes up on IMDb and, like, it's still there, like, we don't own it. Like, we default to Netflix. I don't think any of those movies will make it no, to yeah, that point. No, yeah, I don't point. think... But I'm thinking just the Netflix-exclusive ones that that aren't going to come out on Blu-ray or DVD. Yeah. That, that Netflix... We'll, we'll brainstorm does. something. Okay. That's a good point. I like that. Rich, get on it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, enough beating around the fucking bush. Mm-hmm. If you're confused as to why, if you if you listen in a couple weeks gone by, you know, we have Rounders on the docket. We have Down and on Beverly Hills on the docket. Good movies. Um, uh, our new tradition, every 50 episodes, we have a, a, the, a running bet back and forth and who's going to screw up the back of the box the most. Our first one was from episode 200 to 250, and I lost. So whoever wins picks the film franchise that the other one has to sit. Other through. one has to sit through. I nominated Child's Play, and you, for no goddamn reason at all, chose the Beverly Hills Chihuahua franchise. Excuse me, I had a very good reason. We went and paid over like thirty dollars almost for no, these we did three not. movies. No, we did not. It's like twenty five dollars. For these three movies, and we just sat and watched them. S- August second, and then it took us sixteen days to watch another one. Then we watched these back to fucking back. No wonder my no wonder my back's not hurting right now. So um, we will read the packages. I just want to put a disclaimer there. What? I think I made an error. What do you mean you made an error? Like like a a judgment error. My I think that my desire to torture you. Uh, it fucking backfired and that you had to sit through these fucking god-awful shit shows of fucking nonsense? Um, what, I, what I specifically said was... Um, no. Oh, I thought I said in the third one. No, did I say it in the second one? Hang on. This is riveting radio, let me tell you. Shut up. Um, yeah, I did say it in the second one. I said... Oh, wow, because I have a lot of notes for this one. Um, Get to it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I basically just said that my desire to torture you, it, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. Okay. Why did I do it? So let's read all three packages at, at the beginning here, and then we will just talk about all three movies collectively. Okay. So I have three, two of the three, mm-hmm. and then you will read number two. So I'll read the first one. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, or Chihuahua, as it literally as phonetically. Chihuahua is, is oh. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Chihuahua is acceptable. The greatest Chihuahua movie of all time. I mean, it's not wrong. Uh, it's the worst of the three. Sorry. Get ready. For a hilarious, fun-filled adventure starring Chloe, voiced by Drew Barrymore. A diamond-clad, ultra-pampered Beverly Hills Chihuahua who gets lost while on vacation in Mexico. Poppy, voiced by George Lopez. An amusing Chihuahua who's crazy about Chloe. 
springs into action and heads south of the border to rescue her, while Chloe gets help from Delgado, voiced by Andy Garcia, her newfound friend and self-appointed protector. Beverly Hills Chihuahua from Walt Disney Pictures is a heartwarming and outrageously funny tale, proving once again that good things do come in small packages. It's a real treat for the whole family. Mm. My mouth was having to curl and read that last sentence so hard. <laughs> Go ahead and read. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. The family just got bigger. Everybody's favorite talking chihuahuas are back in Disney's Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, the comedy that's a pack of outrageous fun for the whole family. You know what's great? All the reviews. I know, right? There are none. There's not a single one. Puppy Mayhem turns the lives of newlywed chihuahua parents Poppy and Chloe upside down when their rambunctious, mischievous puppies present one challenge after another. But when their human owners end up in trouble, the tiny pups will stop at nothing to save them. Because in good times and hard times, the family always sticks together. Was that a line in the movie or something? So Poppy, Chloe, and the puppies embark on a heroic adventure, proving once again that big heroes come in small packages. Featuring an all-star cast, including George Lopez, voice of Poppy, and complete with a litter of bonus features, this heartwarming tale of the meaning of family, friendship, and loyalty is a special breed of fun. Times five. I like how George Lopez was the only one of the Featuring cast great them. talents like George Lopez and... That's it. It features... No, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. Viva la fiesta. Family always matters. Oh, God. How was Julia White not in this? Poppy is back. It's like a fucking threat. And he's ready to party. From the studio that brought you Beverly Hills Chihuahua, you're invited to the ultimate celebration of friendship and family, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3, Viva La Fiesta. Join Poppy, voiced by George Lopez. Keep getting them fucking checks, George Lopez. (laughs) And his two- and four-legged family as they move into a posh Beverly Hills hotel. It's I, I took the time. I didn't fuck it up. Complete with a luxurious... Doggy spa. Mm. But there's trouble in puppy paradise when Rosa, the littlest member of the pack, feels smaller and less special than ever. Now it's up to Poppy to help Rosa find and celebrate her inner strength, which turns out to be bigger than she ever dreamed. Overflowing with laughter, love, and excitement, this is tail-wagging fun for the whole family. (sighs) We somehow avoided... That's disappointing. Give me... That's disappointing. (sighs) Really hoping you were going to mess up there. I thought I was going to vomit there. So if you thought that there was going to be any silver lining to any of these movies whatsoever. There is. What is the oh, silver there lining? Is. What? Your favorite character. We're going to get the, we don't get to him no fucking number two. Let's, I know, but that's we re- the I read all the boxes, so we, we just got it out of the way. Like, what? Like. Who came up with this idea? Any, any film franchise on the fucking planet. You could have picked any of them, any of them, mm-hmm. and you pick this. Mm-hmm. This was like the most agonizing. Yeah, that's why I did it. Three fucking movies. That's why I did it on purpose. Can I just say? I hate you. That's but somehow. Hmm. I don't know if it was just getting desensitized to it or what. I honestly mean this. They got better as they went along. Like, 
don't know what movies you were watching. Oh, so this is going to be the podcast? We have big disagreements? Yeah. I mean, they all blow. They're all horrible. I just hate... I hate corny, offensive, fucking lowest common denominator children's entertainment. And this is exactly that. Well, I feel really sorry for you for the next 10 years when that's all Jillian's going to want to watch. No, because so far you took her to see Ugly Dolls and The Secret Life of Pets too. I avoided that shit. So you keep going and doing it. And she'll grow up and realize that I'm the cool parent. Okay. And you're the one that took her to go see fucking... Sure. This horse shit. She didn't even want to watch. She watched the first one. Like, Jillian, you want to watch the second puppet movie? No. It's like, you can show this kid anything and she's going to sit down and watch it. She had no fucking interest whatsoever. <sighs> Where to fucking begin? Look, my very first note on the very first movie... Yeah, to share each of our first notes. Go ahead. I hate this movie already, and it is still the opening credits. My first note was, as soon as the dogs start talking, my first thought was, there's three of these? I also hated the CGI of their mouths. There's three. It's always... I always hate... I hate Live it. action animal it, mouths. Because it looks like human teeth, so it's like the same problem I have with Sonic. It's just terrible. It's just so fucking corny. So the first one... The first one, to me, was by far the worst one. Which is crazy, because that's when they had a real celebrities, a budget, it was released in theaters, it almost made $100 million in fucking theaters, which is... Stupid! But it just, there's so many moments in my notes where I'm just like, I just can't. Here's all, like, if you want to, like, have a quick, like, check off some boxes of, like, what you can imagine a movie called Beverly Hills Chihuahua, what having it, here you go. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred, right out of the gate. Gotta make sure you gotta get dogs strutting on Rodeo Drive that's where, to that's, corny Right Said that's, Fred. That's where their whole budget one is to the music rights. Somebody's ringtone being... El Mariachi. Done. Uh, whoop. There it is. The phrase, Mexicant. Uh, Los Lonely Boys. <laughs> Remember Los Lonely Boys? No. I bet they're still Los Lonely. Uh, that was so lame. How, how long have you been waiting to say that? I'm coming down to this movie's level. Um, I know I did that like Jiminy Glick. <laughs> I mean, that Spanish scene with the gardener. Piper oh, oh, I didn't get to the like the real racist stuff. I'm talking about the corny stuff. Oh. Piper Perabo being racist, being like, "Excuse me, yo," like he didn't say that. How am I close? You know I'm close. Probably. Watch outo for El Doggo. It's like, oh my god, this Walt Disney signed off on this movie being produced for families to go watch. Um, there's also when like they find the Chihuahua horde in Mexico. Which they just dropped the whole, like, ancient Chihuahua stuff by the third movie. It's like, oh, Chihuahuas are, like, the biggest and noblest warriors ever. And, like, the one Chihuahua walks out and he's like, say hello to my little friend. And another Chihuahua comes out and the Chihuahua's like, come with me if you want to live. It's like, are we just saying famous fucking movie yes, lines yes, forever? That's what it was. It's like, I my note was, say hello to my little friend and come with me if you want to live. And that's why I wrote raspberry, so... And cool. show me the money, and Rosebud is the sled, but look, and uh, honestly, this movie—it's—it's it's a beautiful love story. I forgot Lowrider. Actually, I forgot Lowrider. They also mm -hmm. played Lowrider, of course. And I wrote, uh, "I'm waiting for La Cucaracha." Did we get a La Cucaracha in any of the three movies? I don't. Not that I recall. Bust. Not that totally I recall. fucked it up. 
love story. That's right. Go ahead, it's please. It's a beautiful love story between two dogs from opposite social castes, learning from each other and experiencing the hardships of life before depending on each other for to survive. It was just terribly acted. Like that's legit. My notes. I have that written out. I was about to take a sip of my beverage. And you, I could tell you were reading it, and I knew there was going to be a twist somewhere, and I didn't trust how blunt it was going to be, so that's why I didn't take a, a sip. But, and Piper Parabo imitating a dog is awful. Like, that was, like, I think the worst thing I've ever experienced in my whole life. Like, I I've think, been through some shit in my life. Yeah. I've witnessed a lot of shit, had a lot of shit done to me. Yep. Watched some weird fucking movies. You made me watch that <coughs> awful Tusk movie where the guy <coughs> turned into a walrus. Sure. And Piper Parabo imitating a dog is way worse than any of those things. I see your Piper Parabo barking in a Mexican police station pretending to be a chihuahua. And I raise you, Jamie Lee Curtis, on the other end of the phone, responding as herself, but as a chihuahua. That all happens together. Yeah, I know, but I think Piper Parabo was. They had a conversation as dogs. I think Piper Parabo. Jamie Lee was Curtis is as a screen legend. Yeah, but now she just wants to get some money, and she didn't come back for the next one. I guess none nobody, of nobody except George Lopez. George Lopez has a crippling addiction to everything. That's why he's in all of these movies. Even Loretta Devine didn't come back for the third one. What the fuck was Loretta Devine doing that she couldn't get her fat ass in a studio for two days? And Reed is that one dog. They had to write that dog. This is going to kill me. They had to write. Fuck. <coughs> I'm trying to bark like a dog. They had to write her dog You're out. You're turning into a dog. This, this is a spell I cast. You're turning into a dog now. I made fun of Piper Parabo, and that's going to be the rest of my life, just talking as a dog. They had to write that fucking dog out of the movie. Because Loretta Devine just wasn't there. The first one has so much fucking talent. Like, look at who we've already mentioned, and we haven't even mentioned Andy Garcia, Academy Award nominee, Andy Garcia. Fucking Louis Guzman, who I always love. Paul Rodriguez, Cheech Marin. Because if it's Disney, and it's dogs, and it's Hispanic, you gotta get Cheech Marin. Um, there's somebody else, too, I'm forgetting. In the first one. Oh, Leslie Mann is a voice. Leslie? She's not even credited. She's like, don't put my name on this shit. And it's just the most corny. Oh, Marguerite Moreau. Who? So the person oh, remember Jesus. we watched this. Yes, that oh, was two weeks who, ago. You know who that brunette is? That human brunette who's friends with Piper Parabo's character. It's Marguerite Moreau, who uh, is Connie in uh, the Mighty Ducks. Sure, movies. all the all the all the hits, all the big celebrities. And she hasn't done shit. For the, she has. She's been in a lot, but it's all shit. For the people that are not going to ever watch this, if we can quickly recap what the plot of the movie is. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? I mean, we There's a Beverly it. Hills Chihuahua. She uh, she gets taken on vacation by her owner's... What was she? Her niece? Yeah. Yeah. Niece. And she gets lost. She has to find her way back. She's helped by this mysterious former police dog. They who, do, who can't smell? They had, stop building to a mystery. You're Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I don't care what the result's going to be. Literally, it had been like that he was there and watched OJ stab Ron Goldman. I would have been like, I don't care. I don't care. Because guess what? That dog's still fucked up. It's, it's, uh, the first one has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. 
my last note, I couldn't even with the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Because yeah. then they, they end up in, like, ruins. Like, they end up, like, in, like... The Mayan ruins. The Mayan ruins, right? Yeah. And... A big part of Mexico. And then, so the iguana and the... And the pack rat. The pack rat. never make another appearance. They ever. They integral to this movie. Who keep stealing the diamonds are there. And then the... Wasn't there, like, underground dog fighting, right? Yeah. There's underground dog fighting, definitely. Um, they're trying to, like, steal the dog back because vendettas are some shit. Pablo Jacon trying to... Pablo Jacon. And then, like, Chloe gets, like, knocked out of midair and hits... Pablo Jacon. Oh, yeah, they got it. Gets, like, knocked out of midair and, like, gets, like, like falls into a pyramid and then they dies. save the day and dies. Poppy, like, cries or kisses on her even though he's been treated like shit the whole movie. That's what love is. It's nonsense. It's a movie about fucking talking dogs. What the fuck did you expect? There's this a way... This isn't Look Who's Talking But with dogs? No, dogs were in three. Get your Look Who's Talking right! If you're going to be on a movie podcast and you're going to put us through this, at least know your shit. Do you have anything that you liked about this movie? I said I liked I liked the story. I liked this beautifully portrayed love story between two dogs from opposite social castes, learning from each other and experiencing the hardships of life before depending on each other to survive. I really liked that. See, I'll agree with that with the second and the third movie. Like, the one thing I will give the second and the third movie is that, like, man, he really loves his girlfriend. Like, or his wife at that point. Like, this... Yeah, I think that might be your problem. I think in general. I don't know what I you think mean. in general. I think in your life and kayfabe and whatever else... Your on-air personality, off-air personality, whatever it is, that is the epitome of all of your problems. Anyway. I was jumping. <laughs> he's like, like, he's just so sweet in my uh-huh. corazón. And uh-huh. I should have said that. Yeah, um, you have. What does that mean? My love. Nope. My heart. Mm. My love heart. My heart? Um, it, like, yeah, it, they do it's really so good. Sweet, yeah. But this one, like, he, he's just the whole time, like, he just saves her in and then she just falls head over heels. Literally, because dogs are wearing shoes. Can I say that, like, if I'm making a list of the top five things in the world I want to fucking eradicate, it's dogs wearing shoes. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Sometimes they need to wear them when they're, like, in the snow and I don't stuff. give a shit. You're a dog. Yeah, but Take you, those goddamn shoes off your feet. But you wouldn't walk outside in the snow and bare feet. No, I'm a person. I'm human. Yeah, I know, but some dogs are, are sensitive. Especially, you saw how much those chihuahuas were shaking? That was don't with make, them wearing clothes. Don't make movies with fucking chihuahuas. They always look like they're scared. They are. Look how <sighs> ugly and small they are. No, except for some of those puppies were really cute. They were so cute. I really want a chihuahua puppy. No, 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 no. Then we could recreate these movies Never. in real life. No, I'd rather recreate... Careful what you say here. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I should know where I was going. Mm-hmm. Again. Root of all your problems. It's just, the story's a mess. It's just made for kids with no attention spans. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you have to be devoid of any type of artistic creativity or, or fluidity. And this does. It just bounces from one place to another. 
Like, yeah. it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. MVP for me is a slam dunk if we want to get to MVP and LVP. So we move on to the next two movies. All right, we can do that. And then score it. Who's your MVP? For the first one? Yes, for the first one. Oh, man. Let me see here. Um, I think it's obvious. Who? It's Andy Garcia. Yeah, Andy Garcia. He doesn't embarrass himself somehow. Like, he does a fine job as Delgado. That character is... He didn't do anything that was offensive to me. Yeah, he didn't do anything that was... Everyone else did something that was offensive. He didn't do anything that was, like, corny or, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, he's just a straightforward character. Sure, like, the whole character backplot of trying to take down that one dog and he can't smell anymore and he's not back on the force. And I felt like it was a little up-ish with that Doberman dog. Oh. Chasing. Yeah, 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 Like, tracking. If you ever compare this movie to Up ever again, I'm going to punch you no, in the I, like, arm. I say, like, uppish, like, in terms of, like, that type of, that breed of yeah. dog tracking. You can't say that that isn't a parallel. That's that fine. That was accurate. That's fine. I'm, I, I thought you were going somewhere else with it, so. No. The only, the only common thread that these two movies have is that both of them portray a beautiful love story. If you read that one more time. Uh, so Andy Garcia's the MVP. The only person I was going to have was Louis Guzman, because I always like Louis Guzman. And there's good, like, it's such a waste of Cheech Marin and Paul Rodriguez, like, like riffing off of one another. Like, it's just a fucking waste. We're not doing anything. Uh, same thing with who was the other dog with Louis Guzman. I forget who the actor was. But, like, at some point, oh, we're just letting strays go wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. God damn it, where's Bob Barker to control the fucking pet population when you need him? Jesus. He was already dead. Bob Barker's still alive. Oh, is he? Yes. Jeez. I meant retired. God. LVP. I know who you're going to go with. But I'd like you to hear me out. No. I know. There's nothing that you're going to say that's going to make me think that Piper Parabo is anything other than the LVP of this movie. Drew Barrymore reads like a seven-year-old. I still think Piper Parabo is worse. I could not tell you who the next two people are that voice Chloe. They're it's not the, the same, same person. Yes. The second and third one, no, they're different people. No, they're not. They're the they're same. Different they're the same. They're different people. They're the same. They're different people. If I'm right, nope. you have to rewatch these movies. Nope. Definitely not. I'm positive they're different people. Yeah, I'm holding the wrong one. Yeah, they're different people. Okay. They both have the same first name, but they're different people. Oh. Which is the, weird. The human is the same. The human. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the voice of Chloe is different. Part of the reason why the first one is so bad is because of Drew Barrymore. And Piper Parabo. I mean, Piper Parabo Piper is Parabo. bad. Piper Parabo is very bad. She's Wait, the other one I have written so down. So it's Odette Annabelle as Odette Yostman. Oh, she changed so her name. Same. Okay. Oh, so That's why I thought. Oh, so it's the same. The name was different. I okay. for, I, I just chalked my it up name, to the fact. My name was different when you met me. I just chalked up the fact that nobody would marry the woman who was fucking the voice of Chloe Maybe in the I two Beverly Hills Chihuahuas movies. Maybe I should go back to my original name. If you listen, like, Since I'm just a voice acting is an... <laughs> Shut up. Voice acting is an art, and Drew Barrymore can't spell art. If you've spotted her, the A and the R. She's just the worst, Samantha. 
She's just not convincing in anything she says. Like, she can't even... I believed even... that she was a dog. Fuck, you just won the argument. God damn it. I was waiting for you to set it up. I mean, God I believed that damn she was it. the dog. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Piper Parabo, yeah. fine. She's just terrible. And I normally like her. Like, she's mm-hmm. in Looper, she's good. That Covert Affairs show... Um, I watch that Covert Affairs I saw the commercials a lot. <laughs> Coyote Ugly, which we'll do on this podcast. I'm sorry? Coyote Ugly, which we'll do on this podcast. Oh, great. Uh, I, I can't, yeah, yeah, you win the argument. I know I do. But can you agree with me that she was the, she was the runner-up? Sure. Okay. Man. Fuck this movie. Fuck it so bad. What score are you going to give it? <sighs> One and a half. Wow, really? Yes! What What are you giving Why it? Why did you give it a one and a half? Because one is like... Andy Garcia is why this got a one and a half. Okay. Because a, a professional showed up to do his goddamn job and didn't make a fucking massacre of it. A one to me is reserved for like... The worst the movies, of movies of all in time. This, um, series. I'm also no, 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 no. Like I said, I think this is the worst one. Oh, really? Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna give it a one and a half as well. Because, like, we just watched the Bling Ring. Like, oh, okay, can I can I say this out loud? No. I would watch this twice over before I'd ever watch the Bling Ring ever again. Done. Put it back in. No, no, no. Like, Put gun to my in. head for the rest of my life. What a shitty life that would be, but yes, that's what I would do. All right, so we took a couple weeks off. Let me come back and we visit number two. And we, so we've been through this road before, where but we've never been through it where... So the first movie is so bad that now we have direct-to-movie sequels. And it's like, oh, Lord, how bad is this going to be? And it's it starts bad. off with a dog wedding, so you're fucking kidding, right? It starts with a dog wedding. It's terrible. You it's may ridiculous. Lick, you may lick the bride. You may lick the bride. Which is a good line. But you know what? I was really upset because the whole plot to me was now messed up. I couldn't follow the story at all. I didn't know who anyone was. Because it's not like they cast people who look like no. the previous. Like, the guy who plays Sam, completely different kind of yeah. Hispanic. Yep. Completely different skin tone. Doesn't even have an accent. Not at all. Nope. But, it, like, completely different. Like, sometimes they'll cast, oh, this person's a brunette and now they're blonde. Or, but it'll, like, look the same. Completely different. Let me let me try to equate this. The Terrible. Fir- if the first movie, Sam was portrayed by, like, Antonio Banderas, right? The second movie, Sam was played by Don Rickles. Yep. Like... Totally different. Yeah. And he's just very... We didn't talk about the the, the Sam from the first movie. He Uh, was fine. Whatever, yeah. He was fine. fine. Uh, But, like, the Sam in, like, the second and third movie is just, my God, he's just fucking vanilla ice cream. He's a porn actor who is in a movie where he thinks he's gonna fuck someone and doesn't end up fucking anyone. Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. No, completely he's, he's the, the guy. The guy. In, yeah, he's the guy in the porn that doesn't fuck, and he's like, yeah. all right, what are we film today? He's oh, like the over-actor in yeah. a porn movie yeah. and brought that to this because he thought he was doing porn. I popped three blue pills this morning. I'm ready to fuck. What are we doing? Oh, you're the scientist. <laughs> like, what would, um, what would the name of this porn be? 
Beverly Hills Chihuahua. What what is a good porn? Oh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It's like a like a mask. I'll have better. Uh, Beverly Hills. Ch- uh, Let's get Woody on the phone. No, no, I'm not calling him right now. Beverly. Uh, uh, Beverly comes Chihuahua. I don't know. Be- <laughs> Man, that's a visual. Um, <laughs> what would the name of your porn be if you made a porn? It's my bit on the show. Yeah, my bit on the show. If you can make a porn, what would I'd it rather be talk about the Beverly Hills Chihuahua <laughs> movies. It's the only time I'll say that in my life. It's just, it's just, it's still not very good. I know, but it's it's a it's a train wreck, complete train wreck. I immediately. My favorite part, though, mm-hmm. of this entire series, is you laughing out loud. At this gay dog and his cake. It's my so favorite thing that's at, ever happened in my life. At Poppy and Chloe's wedding, there's all kinds of really stupid, corny shit happening, of course. And all their friends are there. All their friends the are there. The Yorkie. The Poodle. Yep. And there's this bulldog who's sitting there eating, a eating ch- cake. pug. A pug, sorry. I don't fucking know dogs. Yeah, you do. We know dogs. You know what a pug looks there's like. No, I have no dog friends. You have plenty of dog friends. <laughs> you leave them out of this. Uh, they don't said, listen to this. I almost said names. Um, Augie doesn't listen to this. And Was that eating, the name you were going to name? Of course. <laughs> he's eating cake. And I, He's this, enjoying his this cake. This dog is very effeminate. Like, the Sam said, this dog, this dog likes to sniff the butts of all dogs. Well, yeah. Pre- predominantly... The same sex dogs that he all eats. dogs like to sniff same dog same sex dog butts. How many dogs dog have, butts could his man dogs have figured out? Don't finish this question. <laughs> How many dog butts could a dog butt smell if a dog butt could smell butts? <laughs> That's, how we go. That's where I was trying to go with it. How many butts could a dog butt smell if a dog butt could smell butts? Yep. <laughs> I can't fucking say Alili Cravalho without cheating, but I could just do that. Um, Your priorities. And right. I forget, I don't even remember the line, but he says something like, Oh yeah. my god, this cake is to die for. And I just wasn't expecting it. And I just laughed. Bust I was like, out laughing. I laughed and I went, Startled. As soon as I was done, I laughed and I went, Fuck. <laughs> like, Startled me. Because um, <coughs> now I'm committed. But then, but then you, you go to the rest of the wedding happenings and this new. Rachel and this new Sam, who I don't even know their names because they're not, like you said, they're not famous. They're not well-known at all. They have no chemistry. They have the chemistry of a forest fire and Benicio del Toro. They're trying to dance. Not, they can't dance. They got no chemistry. Yep. It's terrible to watch. The whole the whole thing is terrible to watch, as usual. And we have less famous people in it, but still embarrassing themselves. I'm like... Ernie Hudson, come on. Oh. You're Winston from Ghostbusters. Yeah, man. Just f- hang out with your kids that weekend. You need the money that bad? No. Um, then you got fucking French Stewart and Morgan Fairchild commenting on dog... I hate all beauty pageants. Any beauty pageant ever can get fucking bent. A dog beauty pageant? Absolutely not. I draw the line. No. Not up in here. Not up in here. I hate dogs in costumes, I hate dog shows, I hate pretentious characters, and that whole stretch has had all of it. And that Elaine Hendricks, who's always the worst. Don't even know who she is. She she was the um, the villain in uh, 
Parent Trap. Oh, the Lindsay yeah. Lohan Parent Trap. Yep. She plays the same character. She, in this. She, I think she just uh, Disney signed her for like a three films deal, and then it was like ten years later, and like, oh shit, we still have to, we're still paying this lady. Let's at least put her in something. But like the thing I hate is like, oh good, the sequel. Uh, how can we extrapolate this? Fucking puppies. Fucking this, instead mortgage of... payment eviction and flashback scene. Oh yeah, they keep. Fl- I forgot about all the fucking like classic Chihuahua flashbacks. Like, like the Chihuahua is like. Like, they, they're still, like, these indigenous people, and this yeah. baby almost getting by a snake, and a chihuahua saving the day. Not pertinent to anything, except just him yeah. teaching his kids that chihuahuas are fake important. And then, you get Delgado, and the mystery comes back. They have a through line, at least. Not in the third one. The third one, they're like, whatever. Miguel Ferreira, rest in peace, Miguel Ferreira, taking over for Andy Garcia. I wrote, Delgado's kids. Skip. Just totally fucking unnecessary. I know we are going. Don't get there yet. Don't get there yet. But my whole thing is, like, I, I just hate, like, injecting, like, what are we going to do for a sequel? We'll just get more dogs. And more now dogs. There's, there's young dogs. Baby dogs. And then now they're stopping bank robberies. And now we're covering bank robbers in a fucking uh, bread dough. And, uh... That bread dough was real gross, though. All right. What the fuck? Also I'm like, what cliche. is the secret message? What is happening? What is that phone? Why is she answering a phone in the rainforest? <laughs> How is this happening? <laughs> Isn't forgot. it two different time zones? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Well, the rainforest, maybe it's like the Brazilian rainforest. It's only a couple of hours. Is it? Do you know what? Alexa, what time is it in Brazil right now? There are four time zones in Brazil. The time range is between 8.52 p.m. and 11.52 p.m. and yeah. the time in the capital, yeah, Brasilia, is 10.52 p.m. I know my Brazilians. Shout out to every single person. I know I'm talking to Alexa stuff. <laughs> Alexa, say hi to every Brazilian. <laughs> kidding. Sorry, I'm not sure. Thank God. Yes, but they're not there. That's why. Um, they're all in my neck of the woods where I work. Um... They're Where all, I work too. They're lovely people. Uh, yeah, but he was in Los Angeles. Well, I like, go, okay, yeah, I guess it's similar. Yeah, again, yeah. So, all right, yeah, all right. so right now okay. they said it's two hours away. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. We're good. Um, so, nothing disappoints and angers me more than in the middle of this god awful fucking shitty movie that, of course, <sighs> a through line in this movie has to involve banking. And banks. <clears throat> and you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, <clears throat> that Samantha's going to have some thoughts and opinions because we work in fucking banks. So, so I put, okay, now, in all caps, I have some issues with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made me shit myself just now. <laughs> I literally just prairie dog to shit. <laughs> That was like 35 minutes into the movie. <laughs> I've got really good timing. Was that before mind. or after Poppy said he has Mexican Express? <laughs> I mean, is that not in my notes? I didn't put that in my notes. I, I glossed over that. I said, look, I do believe that they need to give at least 24 hours notice before entering the home. Um, I did write the bankers are going to the house. Fuck off. Yeah, and I said I doubt the banker at the desk would be the one to handle their mortgage and the eviction. Also, I don't think per state laws he can evict them immediately. But I don't live in California, so I don't really. I give mean a that fuck. that probably checks out for California. Let's be fair. Yeah, probably. Um, 
And then probably my biggest problem is that the dogs can read? Why can't dogs read? Any book is a kid's book if the kid can read, said Mitch Hedberg. So any book is a dog's book. There's no such thing as dog books. Um, of course they can read. And then, I uh, yeah, and then just like, are we continuing on the through line with the bank? People don't just hang out in front of a bank when it's getting robbed. Like, that's just not normal. Uh, the one time I, my branch almost got robbed, like, our customers just stood outside because they thought we were going to be opening soon. Because they still wanted to connect their yeah, fucking business. Yeah, but like, business. this was like... And it's also, it's California. I guess, alright. I guess mm. there's nothing else to do in California. Just no. hang out outside the bank during the bank robbery. Yep. But, you know, the same banker would not be cleared for media. He would not be able to talk to the news. They have their own media people for that. I don't care how big or small your bank is. They have a media person. They can't just let anyone talk to the news. That's That was ridiculous. You have a problem. I do. Um, <laughs> and what precautions did they have? You're lucky that they didn't show the actual robbery. You're lucky that they didn't show... Wh- no, we had, to, we had to save all so of our... Why the fuck did that bank have all that fucking money? We had to save our film for... Well, maybe they staked out... Like when the Brinkston... The Brinkston maybe just dropped off. Uh-huh. Maybe they interrupted the Brinkston because they were in those bags. They had to save all their film for when the, the robbers were going to get attacked by multiple dogs in a, in a fucking bakery. Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly not a barkery. I said surprisingly not. There's one thing this movie Missed did. Opportunity. Like, Missed opportunity. But I just don't understand. Like, that was like, how much money was it that they had just stolen there? That was know. like millions of dollars. No, it was not millions. They had Three worked out $14 million, I think is what the number was. I no, fourteen million across all the robberies that they'd done. Yeah, which was only like three. No, they said they hit a bunch, because also the, the moral of the story is: hey, uh, be really irresponsible with your money, and then your dogs will bail you out. And then the moral of the story is: maybe if the banks had some stricter dual control processes, some stricter cash optimization practices. And if all of the banks are getting robbed, wouldn't you think that the police would be, I don't know, at the banks? Mm-hmm. Trying to catch these robbers? Thank you, yes. It's just fucking cliche and boring. So yeah, so they, get, so they stop the robbers, and then they're like, oh, the reward is $250,000, enough to save your house, and then some. And it's like... Oh, bring it on, S.A. I hated that line. Please don't say bring it on, because I'm already fearful of having to watch those. <laughs> bring it on, essay. These poor dogs shaking. I know, they were just shaking the whole time. And then, oh, let's not forget also, like, alright, so I was getting MVP and LVP, I guess, but, like, just how bad, like, some of these actors have to, like, portray themselves, like, like the, like the judge in the, the fucking dog show. Mm. Oh, having to react to like dogs playing piano and like you know who that he, that guy was, he was in the, he was the brother and he was the younger son in City Slickers yes which judge the the the, the black judge yeah he yeah. was in on Disney Channel oh I'm sure he was yeah so this is nothing different this is just another day of the office yeah yeah he 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 was um also they never got back at that fucking like. Kind of a, a bad message here. Hey, if you're not a if you're a fucking half breed, then mud blood. Don't you're not gonna win this contest. Um, but 
ultimately, like I said, it's better than the first one because it didn't dive that deep into the corniness. It had a decent, like, little through line about Poppy trying to be a good dad and, like, his kids getting in trouble and, like, not, you know, listening to him. And I'm grasping at straws here. I'm just saying. Um, it's still somehow better than the first one, in my opinion. I, I get. I mean, I think it was a more concise story. Oh no, the story's still shit. Well, I but I think it didn't jump around as much as the first one. It kind of knew what it wanted to do, took a different couple avenues to get there, but ultimately it kind of came full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It also had um, your your favorite dog in it, which was is a plus. Sure, and um, I mean, well, we're gonna get that in, in, in number three. Probably the worst proposal I've ever <laughs> witnessed. He didn't even have a ring. Didn't have a ring. Didn't have a goddamn ring. Didn't have a ring. No ring at all. Mm. It was just. It was just. Oh, Alyssa Milano was one of the voices. Couldn't tell. Mm. Couldn't tell. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why this movie had to have, like, so many... Like, just like the first one. Like, how many fucking side plots did you have? There were a lot. You had Delgado's kids. You had, like, the humans relationship. You had the house. You had Poppy Jr. still doing stuff. Yeah. You had Poppy trying to figure out, like... These movies don't need seven different fucking plots. Like, they don't. They don't. It fucking drives me crazy. Kids are... It's hard enough for children to... Right! Focus on one. Ugh, yeah, it was just bad. Um, hey, speaking of that terrible proposal that we witnessed in that movie, if you could propose, what would you what would you say? What I proposed to you? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> MVP and LVP. Uh, who you got? Um, I want to take this movie. To give the opportunity to uh, reward jo- George Lopez. I think he deserves one here. Okay. So I think we should give it to him here. Okay. There ain't nobody else. He does, just like Andy Garcia doesn't do a, like, necessarily embarrass himself, George Lopez has to say a lot of really stupid shit. Particularly in the first one. But in the second and third one, especially the third one we're going to in a second, he's, he is really sweet. And the third one, I was like, I wrote the note. I was like, God damn it, this father-daughter stuff's going to fucking get me. I just know oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it did. Big but I have somebody for the third one I want to give MVP to, so I'd rather give it to him for, him for the second one because I don't have anybody else. Okay. So George Lopez? Sure. Okay. I mean, who's, who, who the fuck else are you giving it to? You're not wrong. Exactly. LVP. Plenty of candidates. I have mine in mind, but I want to see who you're thinking. Because again, I, I well, it should be my turn because you forced Piper Parabell on us. Not that you forced, she definitely I earned mean, she it. I mean, she earned it. She earned it. it, she deserved it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what you, what, what you think you're doing trying to, trying to attack me with that. Um, ah. Uh, I don't. Mm, I don't know if I want to give it to a human this time or to one of the voice actors. I have a human here. Human here. That's actually, I think, a theme for 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 me for every single one. My MVP is always a voice actor, and my LVP is always a human. 
for all three. Well, that's that's great. I mean, just the way it worked out. Okay. Um, hmm. You know, I really don't care one way or another in this movie. <laughs> to be like, quite honest, I just with you, don't give I a fuck. Don't, I'm just, I don't fucking care. The only, the only, the only fucking dog he wanted to ride on was fucking Piper, Piper Parabo. Parabo. So bad, she was so bad. Oh, and I have somebody in the third one. This movie was kind of like whatever for me. Mm-hmm. I think. So, uh, so I, I just I pre I pre assumed it was gonna be French Stewart, uh, Fabu, but it was not. Um, mine, mine is Brian Stepanek, the banker. Okay. He was terrible. He was really bad. He's been in a lot. Again, he's probably another corny Disney Channel fucking actor. Oh, yeah, that's where I know him from. Yeah, he's in a lot. I hate these fucking actors that do these projects, and they just play right in to whatever fucking... I'm sure the director is the problem. But, oh, I love my cat, and I'm making funny faces, and oh, what was me, and yada, yada, yada. I don't know why I'm talking like Carol Channing, but I am... Like, he just fucking gargles my fucking butt. And it drives me crazy. So from the moment he got you know on screen... where he's from? Probably Ohio. Cleveland. And the pen gag. Ooh, gotta get a rule of threes on this shitty bank pen. We don't give pens out anymore. We're too fucking cheap. So yes. You're right. So him. He is my LVP. Um, yeah, because all the voices, like, the voice acting is fine. Haley Joel Osment's, uh, sister. Emily? Emily Osment. Uh-huh. Bridget um, Mendler was in this. I don't know who the fuck that is. She's also from Disney Channel. She was in, uh, a movie with, uh, Naomi Scott, uh, before Naomi Scott became... Naomi Scott. N- Naomi Scott. Uh. Well, cool. I mean, that's about it. Let's score Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2 so we can talk about the third one and get the fucking fuck out of here. We live here. I'm leaving my house. I need a, a few minutes. Score time. You score for this one first. Um, I'll give you that. Rereading everything and talking about it. This movie was a, a tad better than, than the first one. Still garbage. Yep. It's Hot garbage on a plate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this movie a three. Oh, I'm still giving it a, a fucking two and a half. Like Okay. I mean, you say that like you gave it like a one or something. It's not two and a half. Not, so not that a two point seven five. What a jump! I want to destroy this one. It's gonna be really weird. Why do you have the Barely Hills Chihuahua two and three? Have you seen the first one? All right, the third one. So what else can we do? Now we put him in a fish out of water scenario. Oh, now they're in a fancy hotel. Oh, the insanity! How crazy! The movie started, and I was like... The worst. What do you mean, the worst? I mean, this movie's the worst. You like this one the least of the three? I just hate all of them. <laughs> yes! We're here because of you! Okay, continue your thought. I'm so sorry. The, the first... This one started, and I was like... Oh, is it... Is, the same, is this the same thing? Like, it just felt sweeter and more normal... I was they like, found their groove. I was like, oh my god, yeah, like kind of, like, oh my god. Like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Babe. You know how Babe has, like, those narrating babe. mice? Yeah. Oh, like the, the, the mariachi dogs the mariachi you're talking dogs. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, that was, I thought that was a nice note to take. I thought that helped with the story and the narration babe of it. Babe Pig in the City is, 
remember what I said about the Bling Ring and Beverly Hills Chihuahua? I'd rather watch the Bling Ring a hundred times than watch Babe Pig in the City ever again. I hate that fucking movie. It's one of the worst movies ever. Do we made. own it? No, fuck no. Not yet. Uh, no, we will not. Santa, I, I, I draw the line. Merry Christmas. I draw the line. Merry Christmas. I draw the line. I draw the line. And I was like, oh, this is like, maybe maybe this one, like, man, they finally got it. And then they talked about P-Mail and P-Harmony. And I was like, welp, we're still in the Beverly Hills Chihuahua franchise. P-Mail. And I was like, damn it. That said, like I just mentioned a minute ago, the one storyline of, like, Poppy trying to do everything for his daughter's birthday and, like, their through line of, like, him wanting to protect her and take care of her and making sure they get a good education. Like, that stuff kind of got me. Because I'm like, oh, it's like me. I'm Poppy. And little Rosita is my chili. Uh! I tried to make myself throw up. Please, please... Please leave. Everything else sucked still. Never come back. Um, I mean, I thought that the chemistry between the two main humans still, was still not there. It's still bad. I don't understand why they didn't recast them. They were terrible. Um, you know, and I, 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 I felt really bad for, for the Pedro, for Pedro. Uh, Ernie Hudson? The brother? Yeah, I yeah. felt I felt so bad for him. This mm-hmm. poor little Pedro dog. All he wants to do is be happy and smile, yeah. and everyone judges him hardcore. Because he's smile, yeah. But and I then re- he just wants to pound some fancy vag. I mean, I really liked that storyline in this movie because really, what it was, it was just a beautiful <laughs> love story between two dogs from opposite social cast, learning from each other and experiencing the hardships of life before depending on each other to survive. I walked right the fuck into that. God damn it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Hey, that was really good, right? Whatever. You know it's true. Um, but for real, though, like, that poor dog, all he wanted to do was smile. Everybody was just... He did a butt-ugly fucking smile! Yeah, because it was CGI'd. Terrible. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that dog gets taunted all the time in his little doggy circle with... All of his friends. Hey, Pedro, nice lad, nice smile, you dickhead. I'm like, no, that's not how it fucking works. I'm sure he's fine. What are we talking about? He's definitely dead. This movie was made nine years ago. They put a oh fucking needle in him, and they slowly watched the life drain out of his eyes. All these dogs are dead. They're all gone. They're all fucking dead. That's... Why would you say that? Because it's true. Sebastian was the best character, hands down. So... Man, they brought... His, him and his little gay ass. Man, they brought the gay pug back, and it was just the best. They gave him so much more to do, and I was so happy. And he's voiced by Spongebob. He's voiced by Tom Kenny. I can write him down now, right? Yeah, you sure yeah. can. All right, Tom Kenny's the MVP of Legit. Beverly Hills Troll with three. Legit. Because he had more to do, and I was so happy when he showed up. I just think that the it scene... brought a lot of life to these, and like you said, like this was a mu- very it's a, it's more a... heavy... Compared to the rest of the movies, like a heavier kind of a more solemn topic, and this kind of just brought life and fun and energy to it. So I liked that. Yeah, like the whole like the the villain and like the villains and like the the like the whole conflict of the plot was fucking I did, whatever. Just I didn't even this one dog follow. who's voiced by Jake Busey. I didn't even fucking follow a lot. Yeah, of I couldn't follow it or like stealing clients to the new hotel and like. 
they're like the teachers, but like they're not teaching the kids. They're not paying attention. I know it's all over the place. They're not kids. Well, the dog kids. The um, puppies. The puppies. So you know, they puppies are dog kids. Um, but like the yeah, like you said, like there's are these little like scenes. So like when they're auditioning bands for the quinceanera. And it's just fucking dog okay. pun bands. That I mean, that was that was that was good. That's I, my life. Like that was best part of all of the movies is this music audition scene, dude. Fucking. Although I did feel like I just watched three straight hours of the worst of America's Got Talent. Sure. <laughs> Legitimately, that's all those how shitty I animal felt. acts. Uh, oh, I thought Black we, Labbath was gonna be the best, Black but. Labbath. Bob Marley and me is legitimately clever. Bob the fucking dogs in the Rastafarian hats. I was like, fuck, that's actually clever. God damn it. Motley Chew. Motley Chew is another good one. Houndgarden. I liked Houndgarden Hound Garden. a lot. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Um, Black Eyed Fleas. Oh, and that, that little... pyro. That pyro, Shit. That Shit. pyro. Like, that scene was the best scene in the... Well, I'm, I'm going to nominate a... this scene. Don't you dare. In something in Married with Movies. Most under... Like, I can we have a category no. in, in the We're award? not adding a category for the can Beverly Hills Chihuahua franchise. Can we add a category that's like best... Best movie from... Best scene from a shitty movie? Yeah, like, like the scene that would have been amazing had it been in something that wasn't crap. Can we just give an honorary rolls, award? Rolls right out? off the tongue. Yeah, you're giving it right now. Congratulations. Yeah. Like that Beverly Hills scene, Chihuahua 3, Viva La Fiesta. Legitimately made me laugh. Like, we were giggling because of the puns. I like, think we were just also delirious at this point. That's I was at nine pills in my system. Like Black Labbit? Like, I mean, come on. It, some of it was really clever. I liked, I just like the hound guarded, and then they started laughing. I feel like this was like a. Never mind. Never mind. What? They're not going to offend somebody who doesn't listen to this show. I feel like somebody we know could have written that. <laughs> this is the best of the three, and it still has dogs obsessed with peanut butter. Could one dog just not lick some peanut butter off some guy's nuts? Like, sure, it's a Disney movie, but it's the third one. No one's really watching. Had, had literally, in this movie, uh, Pedro, Ernie Hudson's character, lick some peanut butter off of Cedric Garbaro's testicles. We would have been the first ones to notice. This movie came out, what? Like eight years ago, you know, you know, I'll fucking notice it. When, when does it come out? Did it come out? Did I get the right? Did I get the right one? This movie come out. Hold on. Uh, what's a year on this? This movie came out in two thousand and twelve. Two thousand twelve. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so seven years would have been fine. Um, all the human stuff was still bad. All the human actors, and uh, again, good funny and people. Cedric. <sighs> Cedric Yarborough from Reno Nine One One. Like I'm, I said to you halfway through this, I was like. Because I had been staring at him every time we got on screen. I was like, why does he look so weird? Like, something just looks off. Oh, because his eyes are Fucking bright red the entire high. time. Him and Kyle Gass every day just woke up and got fucking blitzed. <laughs> blitzed. Like, oh, time to roll, Cedric. I'll be right fucking there. They got super high and then did this movie. I can't blame them. No. I can't blame them. Keep getting them fucking checks. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I'm belong. really upset that Reno nine one one is off the air. Let me just say that. I know that's you know been a while, but yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed Reno nine one one. Go out and pick it there. It's been a little while. Well I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know It's a very I, good show. It was it was a great show. 
yeah, all the human stuff. I mean, I know who my LVP is. We already named Tom Kenny the MVP, but I know who my LVP is. You said you had somebody for this, right? Oh, yes, I did. Go ahead. Who is it? Uh, Brianna Lane, girl who plays Jenny. It's uh, not who I was going to have. That's oh. the... That, that's the girl, the, the girl, the teacher. Okay. Who's with Oscar, and she's a terrible actress. Then she falls in a mud pit of peanut butter. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a mud pit. It'd be a, a peanut butter pit. The PB pit. I want to put you in a PB pit. Um, Ouch. I just thought she was so flat, and she was just so... I just did not like watching her. Fair. Um, I raise you Brianna Lane, and I, I give you Sebastian Roche, the chef. Chef Diddler? Chef, his name was Chef Diddler. Yes, it was. Chef Didier. Oh, Didier. Chef, Sorry, Did- thought, Chef Diddler's like, hey, did you hear? It's like, hey, uh, uh, order up and then let me feel your tits. So, like, that's Chef Diddler. Um, just a big old fucking stereotype and brought fucking nothing but the movie to a screeching halt yeah. in every single one of his fucking scenes. And again, I'm sure that was part of the direction he got, but come on, man. I thought he looked familiar. He was in an episode of SVU. Oh, that doesn't narrow it down. He was Arlo Beck. It was a recent episode. It was a recent episode. If it ain't Finn Tutuola, I don't know who it is. Um, So that'd be my nominee. Okay, I I think that's fair. He was married to Vera Farmiga? Oh, speaking of the Farmigas. What? When we were talking about what's her name for Miga from Bling Ring? Yes. They're sisters. Vera? And, and Taisa? Yes. I thought that was her daughter. They're sisters. Oh. Awkward. You dumbass. Oh, I didn't I didn't know. I didn't fucking know. Sebastian. Obviously. Whoops, oh well. Are they listening? They, didn't they fucking, might be. They didn't send in any eight mail, dude. That's fine. Did they? No. Oh yeah, they were she was married to that guy. Uh, yeah. I just... Every time, like... She's a sous chef. Like, why are you being mean to her? Fuck off. Well, because that's typically what happens. The sous chef... I don't... I just, sous chefs are normally shit on. Yeah, I just don't need to fucking see it. And I didn't... And then the whole subplot about Pedro getting love and then that fancy dog and his fancy dog's owner and, like, Chloe learning how to swim and saving her and, like... It was just a retread of the first one. Like, it's exactly what Chloe was. Like, you know... And how Chloe and Poppy got to be together. George Lopez. Still doing a fine job here. George Lopez's best work. I hope I hope uh, he gets a Lifetime Achievement Award for these movies at some point. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. Uh, help me. Help me. I'm just talking. All right, Samantha, are you even here? Oh my what? God, where did she go? <laughs> I'm just here by myself. Left. Just talking about three Beverly Hills Chihuahuas movies. Um... Yeah. Fuck, man. Never again will these ever enter any of our eyes, right? Well, maybe. If they make a fourth one, we kind of have to watch it. If they make a fourth one, then I'm going to go blow up Hollywood because they're officially out of ideas. I mean, they have been out of ideas. They've been out of ideas. Anything else on the Beverly Hills Chihuahua film franchise? Um, also, of course, at the end of the day, uh, dog saved the fucking day. 
uh, they do a bunch of landscaping, get everyone's fucking jobs back. Because all these sad sack fucking shitty human beings can't do their own goddamn work themselves. Yeah, yeah, the dogs have to do uh, They have a, a birthday party for this fucking dog. And uh, the end. I think that summed it up nicely. Cool. So, MVPs for the Beverly Hills Chihuahua franchise, Andy Garcia, George Lopez, and Tom Kenny. LVPs, Piper Parabo, Brian Stepenyuk, and Sebastian Roche. What's your score for Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3, Viva La Fiesta? You go first on this one. Oh, you're right. The best one of the three... Let's just uh, just keep upping it by a point. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Oh wow, you really enjoyed it. I did not really enjoy this. I'm also gonna give it a three and a half. Can't believe these movies got better as they went along. So the first one got a one and a half. The second one got a two point seven five, and the third one got a three and a half. I think that that's fair, though. I mean, the third one has actually. If you look at the IMDb scores, it is actually they each get better with each movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, checked I believe it. it. Next time. Oh, hey, you remember, the, real quick, I'm going to just call back. Do you remember that comment that I made about the guy who played Sam in the first movie? Uh, about yes. About how he was just in, like, some porns and stuff? No, that was the first, that was the first, the second two. No, the guy who, no, I said that was... Oh, the- I think they both are porn dudes. Okay. But the first one, okay, sure. Yeah, the first one, yeah, I get it. Yeah, he's a little Manuel Ferreira thing going on, you know what I that say, is. Did I say it... About the second Are you lisping? one, too? Did I say about the second one? I thought you were referring to the second one. Oh, maybe. I think maybe both. Just look at some of these box covers. He's, look. Macho. Yeah. Narcos. Oh, he was on Co- Covert, Covert Affairs. Affairs. yeah. Oh, so they were on Covert Affairs together? They probably had some Covert Affairs, if you know what I'm talking about. But they had no chemistry. No. No, 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 no. None of them None. did. Oh. Well, because to be fair, how do you have chemistry when she's having to be like oh, racist it, to him the whole time? Like after these movies. Yeah. Ah. Excuse mo, Senor Samo. Watch your canino in my yardo. Man, you nailed it. She. When you're worse than Drew Barrymore talking like a dog, fucking game over. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're done. And we're done here. Thank God. Thank fucking God. So. Next week, we'll have either Rounders, our nominated movie, or Down and Out in Beverly Hills, our randomly selected movie, uh, here for you. Now that we're done with these fucking Beverly Hills Chihuahuas movies, we can get back also watching some Firefly. Um, Yay! So we can hopefully get Serenity done before the year. Also got some trivia still to do. If you want to follow along the trivia challenge, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for the bonus content there, including uh, the, the ones I'm referencing here for Married Movies. Um, we just played a, a couple renditions of the uh, Disney Scenic game, which we're not counting towards our, our game total, of course, uh, at a work party. But that's coming up on the uh, on the Patreon here very, very soon. And don't worry, when I win that, I won't pick the Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies. Well, yeah, because that's against the rules of the it's gotta podcast. Be something, I know, it's got to be something I, we own. And that we haven't done before. I know. I, something equivalent to it. I will be nice to you. Of course, you no, can. No, you won't. Yes, I will. I will do something that I, I, that at least I enjoy. I want to get some enjoyment for me. I enjoyed how much you hated it. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Stitcher, Google. I don't even know if that's still a thing. Just wherever you get your podcast, subscribe us. 
your podcast every single week, please rate and review us. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com is our email. Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies at MarriedWMovies on Twitter. It's Pod Slam, sle- ugh, it's Pod Slam season. Pod Slam less than 30 days away. Holy shit. Um, make sure you go to arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Look at the lineup coming out slowly but surely. You can buy tickets now. September 21st, IO Theater, live in Chicago. All day long. $10 gets you in the door the whole day long. Come and go as you please. And please donate. We're looking to donate uh, to raise $5,000 for Connor's Cure. Don't make us be fucking liars. Donate money. Thank you so much. Anything else, you evil, evil woman? No, I think I'm good. You know what I would say? As I, through this, what I found out is this, this podcast is about two people who love each other, going to accept each other's differences. And what was your shit? I wasn't listening. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst. You said it four times. I have no idea what you said. I don't listen to you. I don't know what you said. Oh, I listen to you, though. You better believe after we hang the, hang this up, hang up this phone, you better believe after we stop recording this, we're going to talk about that wife-slash-girlfriend comment that you made. Earlier. It was a slip of the tongue. Slip of the tongue. Yeah, slip of the tongue. Mm. Which I think was the name of that porno that that Sam guy was in. <laughs> what would it be about? Slip of the tongue. Um, all the porns are like. No, I don't think you know how porn works. <laughs> well, no, there's there's three things. It either has a really pretentious title like slip of the tongue, like it means something and doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or it's a really really backdoor girls four. Yeah, it's really blunt, like uh, like black ass fuckers nineteen. Or, <laughs> or, or it's a pun, like uh, fucking Bedman and Throbin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one of those are your favorite that you mentioned? Uh, none. I just was making them up. You're such. Bedman and Throbin's. That's Augie's favorite. It's his favorite pun. Pun or porn? Both. Both. My favorite punny porn title was Twelve Inches a Slave. You can't say those things on this show. Why? It's a fact. Why can I not say that? What's the point about? What do you think? I don't know. You're the expert. I've never seen it. It's just my favorite title. They used to give out, when we used to read the AVN Awards, they would always have a category. Please like tell most me how clever, much you're going to dig yourself into a hole here. Most clever porn now title. Gonna, don't Google it. Maybe Justin and I were going through this at work the other day. That's not appropriate. It wasn't on my work computer. Go on. End the show. Oh, we're not going to do this on the air? No, it's going to be like as we like kind of like are exiting. Oh, okay. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. One in the slit, one in the shit. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.